Thanks for tuning in. You are now listening to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Ken Cairns, a weekly sports card podcast with lessons he's learned in the hobby and life lessons he's learned along the way. So sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded is the cards. You are now on with Ken. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast. With me, your host, Ken. I'm a retired teacher documenting my hobby journey here on the pod, finding teachable moments to share with all of you along the way. Don't forget to hit me up on Instagram at sportscard underscore lessons. Hit the follow button. And you can watch these episodes on the Sports Card Lessons YouTube channel. Welcome, everyone. How is everyone doing? If you're watching on YouTube... Please hit the subscribe button, smash the like button, leave some feedback. Everyone listening every week gives me the motivation to keep delivering this hobby content. So I appreciate you. Huge shout out to Dave at DJ Sports Card 86 and Craig at New York City Sports Cards for a great interview that dropped Monday, talking World Cup, getting excited talking sports cards, talking soccer cards. Um, If you guys missed it, definitely go back and listen to it. It was an excellent, excellent episode. Fantasy football this week, two and one. Not bad. The cursed team won again on a heater now. It's a two-game winning streak for that team. Uh, And and for for all the teams, really, except for one. It's just a grind to the playoffs. I'll give you a real quick rundown. Uh, in my three leagues, League One, first place, eight and two. Uh, league Two, I'm in seventh place with a record of six and four, but there are five of us at six and four. So it's really a five way tie for third place. Um, so realistically, right now, I'm one, one game out of playoffs uh, if, if they were today. So I need to work a little bit. A lot of work needs to be done. Not a lot, but a good amount of work needs to be done there. Uh, and the third league, I'm four and sixth. I'm in sixth place. Uh, and uh, again, sixth place uh, is good enough to be in the playoffs. So I'll update you in a few weeks when the fantasy playoffs start. Let you know where I'm at. Let's jump into today's episode. Uh, and today's episode, have football card prices hit bottom? Have football card prices hit bottom? Back in episode 35, getting ready for Hofstra, I talked about repricing cards that were once liquid and in about five or seven months became stale, mostly because of overproduction. But, you know, new hobby box drops, you get a case hit or, or a great card out of it, a numbered parallel, something like that. Uh, and the value is up, you know, could be up six, seven, eight hundred, could be a thousand, could be more. You're all excited. You send it off to grading. Card looks perfect. While it's out grading out at PSA or whoever you use, you see the prices start to drop. And before you know it, everyone is undercutting everyone else on eBay. And before you know it, the card comes back from PSA. 
and no matter what the grade is, the card is worth less than even if it's a ten, it's worth less than a hundred dollars. And we call that the rookie mistake. And and I made a ton of those uh, in this past year, sending off. Uh, you know, I can remember back, and I talked about this on one of the episodes. Uh, you know, when when PSA just opened back up, and it was one hundred and fifty dollars to grade a card, and the uh, the Mac Jones twenty twenty one. Well, yeah, it was his rookie year twenty one. Uh, rookie rated rookie, just just the regular rated rookie card. Uh, the PSA ten was selling at three thousand dollars, so I sent off six of them to uh, to PSA, and I ended up getting uh, three tens, two nines, and a three. Believe it or not, that's that's a whole other story. But uh, believe it or not, I still have all those Mac Jones cards because by the time I sent them off, uh, by the time they were graded, by the time they came back, the cards at that point were less than $100. And it had cost me $150 to grade the cards. And there were a few people, you know, in my close circle that said, I don't know, I wouldn't sell those cards. What happens if it drops while they're at PSA? And I said, you know what? It's a chance I'll take. I'm a gambling man, right? Yeah, that was that was definitely a rookie mistake, just a bad decision. But I've done that on a bunch of cards. You know, they're just a bunch of, you know, case hit type of cards. Um, you know, not obviously the rated rookie, but even I have rated rookie cards um, that, that I've sent out, that I've had, that I've carried to shows and, and the prices now. Um, the prices are, are for, for a slabbed card, are less than what it costs to grade it. Less than the grading cost. I mean, how do you justify selling a card for less than the cost of grading it? You know, this week, as I prepare for the uh, for Laz's Garden State Trading Card Show in New Jersey, you know, I'm repricing my card inventory. And I realize some slab comps are less than the grading fee. I mean, what do I do with that? I mean, I'm not sure. I... I I don't know how to justify it. I mean, some of them are are are, are great cards, you know. The the the, and I'm going to say that again. The current comp of a 2021 PSA rookie QB is less than the cost to have it graded. Now I know PSA is now grading at eighteen dollars, but these cards were sent in at fifty dollars, and, and I'm looking, and some of them are like selling at like forty one dollars and forty eight dollars and fifty five dollars. I mean, between insurance and and uh, mailing fees and the cost of grading, the 2021 Don Russ rookie rated QBs, the Mac Jones, the Trevor Lawrence, Lance, Mills, Wilson, Fields, all these comps are below are below grading cost. Even the 2020 rookies, Herbert, Burrow, Tua, Hurts, I mean, they've held their value slightly better, but not much, not much. And, and I, I, you know, I take in a lot of content and I listened, I was listening to people talk about, you know, one of the problems with the 2020 cards where people felt, okay, the 2021, 
you know, they were overproduced, but these, you know, 2020 cards, but it was that funny time during the pandemic when people had these cards and they didn't want to spend the 150. I mean, obviously the grading was shut down. And then when it opened back up, it was 300 and 150. Uh, and people weren't sending these lower end rated rookie, uh, parallel type cards in, um, so the pop counts were pretty low on them and the values were pretty high. Now what happened is now that PSA is opened up, people are digging, pulling up, pulled all these cards out. They send them all off uh, to grading. They come back. Now the pop counts are rising quickly on a lot of these 2020 cards too. So the values are down on that, those, those as well. The values of the 2017 and 2018, you know, the Mahomes, the Allen, they're down, but they're really still holding their value much better, much better than than the the 2020 and the 21 and the 22. And you know, I'm a Chiefs fan, so I may be a little biased, but a lot of people say, you know, Mahomes is the best quarterback in, in the NFL. Uh, I believe it. I mean, even though he's on my team and I, I, I'm watching him every week, I watch him more than anybody else, but, uh, I, I totally believe it. And I believe in him. If you look on the wall behind me here, I have a lot of Mahomes up here on the wall. Um, and I'm happy to have those. Um, I don't know where the market will be down the road, but if anything I feel is going to hold its value right now. My opinion, uh, it's going to be the Mahomes, the Josh Allen. The, these are the the 2017, the 2018. I mean, even Lamar Jackson holds some value now, but nothing even close, nothing even close to uh, Mahomes or Josh Allen right now. Um, and I talked about it in the last couple of episodes about prospecting. I did a ton of prospecting, a ton of prospecting. and. I've got these slabs to prove it. And I have to make decisions like wh what do I do with these? Do do I do I hold them? Uh and just keep them in my PC and and see what happens because I have a feeling that those prices really are never going to go up again. Yeah, I don't think you're ever going to see uh any of these 2021 uh Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance. I mean, I know Justin Fields is playing very well right now. Um, and some of his higher-end cards are popping up. But his low-end stuff is not going anywhere. The rated rookie stuff, uh, the Don Russ stuff, that that stuff's going nowhere. The values are way down on that. And, I, and, I, and even if he was to get all the way to the Super Bowl this year, I still don't think the low-end things would ever rebound in price. I don't think you're going to see those prices ever pop back up. So that's kind of why I asked the question. Do we see the – have these football prices hit bottom? And is this, a, this is kind of where they're going to stay. Um As I price my inventory getting ready for this show, it's apparent the the older inventory, you know, has really held its value. Like I can see this why I'm pricing these cards. Um I can see all the Mahomes stuff is is, is holding value. Um and, and even creeping up on it. And you know, 
I, I'm not going to bore you with the numbers. I, I did that for a number of episodes when the football season started because I knew it was going to happen. I knew the prices were going to come down. Um, I don't know if a lot of these prices will ever come back up again, but I don't think the lower end stuff can go any lower. I don't think you can you can take a PSA 10 rated rookie card. I mean, you could, I guess, I guess it could possibly go lower than, than 30 or $40, but even, even at an $18 uh, value of having it graded again, there's still shipping fees and insurance fee. Uh, my opinion I think the lower end stuff has seen has seen its bottom. What cards are holding value? I know my XRCs are. They've weathered the storm really pretty well, um, and it really depends on a, on the player too. Uh, so I know the Mac Jones um, XRC has dropped in price, but it's still holding decent value. Uh, I can honestly say um, of all the XRCs I purchased, I'm still not underwater uh, on any of the prices. Maybe the Zach Wilson uh, I'm down just a little on and um, the Mac Jones. But I'm not that worried because I, I feel those XRCs, e even on uh, players, when I go and look. And it's kind of the thing that got me involved in the XRCs. And I could, I'll do probably do an ep a whole episode on the XRCs. But you know, one of the things I found and it really drew me to start collecting them was no matter what what I was looking at, if I went to look at any player, whether it be a quarterback or a running back or a wide receiver, I would look through the cards and I'd be like, oh, wow, you know, this is pretty cheap, pretty cheap. Or, or... And then every time I got to the XRC, it there was a big jump in price that the value of those XRCs, they were like coveted cards. They, people who had them, they did not they did not let them go cheap like most other cards. And what I say that I mentioned that earlier in this episode, you see this a lot and, and I'm just going to throw out a, for, for instance. So somebody has a card and they say, Hey, this was the case hit. Um, I'll, I'll pick a regulators from uh, Panini black. The regulators was the case hit $750, right? And then somebody else, buy it now. And then somebody else comes on eBay because now people are starting to pull them out. Maybe in early, these cases, they just come out. Somebody else puts one out, $699. And then somebody else, $600. And then five, and then it's like everybody who gets one out, out of a break, they're going right to online. They're figuring out what it's selling for $50 less because they want to get their money quick because they could see the writing on the wall. They could see this, this card's dropping. So if they're the next person to get in and get that done, and then once one sells at 550, then, then it's 500, then it's four. Then next thing you know, th these cards are down to $100. And then people are like, oh, wow, I got this great case hit. And then they go look online. And they're like, oh, crap, it's not worth anything. Um, 
So with the XRCs, you never see that. Never see that. Even even players, even players that that are not their starters on their team. Uh, say say uh, on a quarterback, um, their values are still up. Even those cards, their values are the, the values are still up. Even a guy suspended, uh, Deshaun Jackson, he uh, suspended from. You you go look at his XRC; those prices are still way up. Nobody drops the prices of those. So that was kind of what like got me looking at these XRCs to say I really want to find out what these cards are all about and find out why they're holding their value over all these other cards. So that's what really got me involved. And then I love the cards. I love the chase. I go to these shows uh, and I barely see any. And I put all mine in my case and people come by and go, oh my God, you know, look at all these XRCs. Like you can't even find these in the room and you've got a whole case full of them. Um, so it's just, it's my thing, but I like these cards. Uh, I'm not I'm like everybody else, right? Strong hands. I'm not quick to want to sell them. I'm not going to sell them at a discount. Uh, you know, the the Mac Jones, the PSA 9, you know, I think I bought that card for like $600, right? And I've watched the value go all the way down to like 400, 375, and then come back up to 550, 600, 650, and then drop back down again. So even when it, it's dropping, it's not rock bottoming, right? It's, it's, it's got like this, this little window. And here's a guy that people are not sure on, right? He, he, when he got pulled out of a game, I told you a few weeks ago, I got a bunch of messages from people. I'm, I'm not even a Patriots fan, right? I'm, I'm a player fan. Uh, and I believed in him and I believed in his value and I'm not completely out on him yet. I have a number of his cards that are, you know, autographed and numbered and they're all graded. Uh, and I've talked about these cards. I'm not ready to let them go at a loss at a, a discount price because I still kind of believe in him as a player. Is it going to be a Patrick Mahomes? No, I, I don't think so. Could could he make it to a Super Bowl? Yes, I think he could. I think with with the the coaching staff there, Bill Belichick and and, and the Patriots. Um, I mean, it's not going to be this year. It may not be next year. And I think they have their hands full in their division with the, with the you know, and even the Jets are coming on strong now too. But uh, I I think that. I don't think his prices are going to be as bad as they are now. I think they have a little room to grow. Other cards that I think uh, are rebounding or have weathered the storm, higher-end RPAs. I mean, these prices actually appear pretty good, but it depends on when you bought into them. Because they their ceiling, they had hit a ceiling that no one had ever seen before. So they've lost, they've lost a ton. Uh, they've come down a ton, but there was room for them to come down. And you look at these prices now, they're and, and I think what's happened now is and and why because I think the smart collector, I, I, you know, I don't want to say smart co collector because people tell me all the time, do not buy football now. Don't, there's a worse time to buy football. But I, I think the smart collector who 
wanted to buy an RPA of somebody, even if it was for their own PC, who was unattainable, right? It wasn't, they could not afford it over the last year or year and a half or two years. I think prices are coming down where people can afford it now. You know, I, I don't think you can buy it to flip it. I don't think you could buy it and take it and bring it to a show and try to make money on it. But if it's a someone you believe in or someone you PC and you really want that RPA of somebody, I think it's probably you're getting to the point where it's affordable, it's obtainable to put in your PC, in your collection. Could that come back? Could that come down even lower? Yes, it could. But if you go and you watch and you go to the eBay sold, and if you go to all, and if you go to card ladder, you can almost see the writing on the wall where the sales are because they're listing out sales and you can see if the prices are dropping if the prices are rising if they're staying steady and and that's just you have to do the research on that for what you're looking for in that particular card um do i think they're going to drop much more no no i feel again and and i'm probably going to get some backlash and, and i hope and if you feel differently i say what's your thoughts you know i'm asking for comments give me comments let's talk about it um, cause there may be something I'm missing too. The 2000, uh, Brady, I know we're mentioning this card again. I can't believe I'm bringing this card up again, but I'm a little excited. I mean, the 2000 Brady Bowman Chrome, the BGS nine, uh, I just, I altered that, uh, last night getting ready for uh, the episode. It was, it was over $3,000. The alt, alt value on it was like 3190. Right. And we talked about it selling for twenty four hundred dollars two weeks ago. So I, I think that's coming back. I know um, I was listening uh, to some content driving in the car and somebody was talking about uh, that PSA 10 version of that 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 Brady Bowman Chrome that it had sold. I think it was like $9,200. I don't hold me to these numbers, but I'm going to give you the, the, the about number. It was about 9,200. And then a week later it sold over 10. So they said that was, that had bounced back. And that, that's what really motivated me when I heard that. I said, Oh, I got to go home and check my, my Brady and see where the price is on that as well. So again, have we seen the bottom of the football card market? Um, I guess it just depends on the player. Right. I mean, there's some players out there um, that are coming up. Um, I think, again, the lower end has hit rock bottom. Uh, I can't see the 2020, 21 uh, lower end football cars getting much lower. I see Tua. I see Hertz. They're playing very well this year. Uh, and their cards are jumping up a little. Um, certainly not prices like like uh, Mahomes, uh, and and I'm going to throw Josh Allen in there too. Um, but even even their cards, as as a Tua and a Hertz will come up, Mahomes and Allen are going to pop up too, right? One of these guys, uh, we know one of these guys is going is are going. I would say if I was a betting man, one of them are going to the Super Bowl. Um. Out of those four quarterbacks that I just named right there, so um, and and I'm sure there's a dark horse in there too that we're not even thinking of right now that's going to end up that could end up in the Super Bowl. I mean, it could be a Justin Fields, right? 
I mean, what would that do to his cards if if he was able to to bring Chicago to 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 a Super Bowl or deep in, or make a deep playoff run, anyways? Um, but I I don't think, and this is I'm going to keep bouncing back, bouncing back, bouncing back. I don't think those lower end, those rated rookie cards. I think nothing. I I think the I think the market feels they're garbage. I mean, they're priced as garbage. Uh, um, if 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 you want to put it in your PC, if there's any of those PSA tens, I mean, now's a really good time to go out and you you could pick up, you know, probably, you know, two of them for under a hundred dollars. Uh, two of these quarterbacks right now um, for under a hundred dollars. So if that's what you wanted to put in, but I think I think the industry, the hobby itself, just kind of puts these these cards in the class of kind of garbage right now. That that the prices are just so low on them. We have to talk about wax too, right? Because where are these cards coming from? They're coming out of some boxes. Um, after what I've seen with the 2021 wax, I have I have not purchased one 2022 box of anything. Zero. Have not opened any packs. Um, have not purchased anything to hold. Uh, I completely, completely out on wax. And I think most people feel the same way. Um, and I think it, you know, the same, it's a, it's affecting the breakers too, the people that are out there trying to break. Um, and I see these hobby boxes are just discounted. Uh, the Panini black football, the hobby box last year, you know, that was like $650 box, the 2021 Panini black box this year, they started at $400, right? 399. And now it's selling at 265. And I think it's going to go even lower than that. I mean, I don't know what the distributors are actually paying for these boxes, but I, I, I can see it even going lower than that. Um, even the certified football that's out now too. Uh, last year, those boxes were $450. Now they're under 200. You know, I, wa I, I watched prices uh, on eBay and I saw they were at, you know, 279 and then 259 and then 229 and then 209. And then I just saw somebody had it at 209 or 205 and accepted a best offer and it was under $200. So I, I think that, I think, and what, what's, what is Panini going to do with all, all these boxes of cards? What are these distributors going to do with all these boxes of cards? Um, I know I am in a bunch of uh, Facebook, Facebook and Instagram groups that were all part of breaks. And uh, I'm just, people are just sending, sending, sending. I mean, every day I probably get 15 things from these, you know, saying like begging people to get in. We'll make, you know, you want a team, we'll make a deal, you know, uh, buy two, get one free with 25% off, like just begging people to fill spots, literally filling spots. And I just saw one breaker. Now they sent me a thing last night that they're not even selling teams or not, they're just selling packs. Now there's a buy one pack for 50 or two for a hundred. And you know, there's 10 packs. Let's just sell 10 packs. So now all we need is, you know, 10 people. We don't need 32 people to get into a break. They're trying to figure out how to get less people to, you know, more money to sell out a break. And that's really what that's coming down to. So e even the wax market, uh, is, is, has I don't think that has seen its rock bottom. I I think these prices are 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 still dropping on the wax. And I know now I'll stop at Target or Walmart, 
and I'll always walk by. Now, you don't see much football on the shelves, but you see a lot of basketball and soccer and hockey. I mean, the, the sh it used to be you'd go and the shelves were completely wiped out. Uh, and if you've ever looked, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You would just go there and there'd just be all this, these empty shelves right where all these uh, all these boxes of cards would be. And now you go there and there's a bunch, I mean, Pokemon stuff. You you can't imagine how much Pokemon stuff's on these shelves. But the Pokemon and and the, and the and basketball, like a lot of these, but they're just sitting. And there is football. There's low-end football. You know, it's the uh, um, draft picks and things like that. I mean, it's just low-end football that nobody's even buying now. They're just sitting on the shelves. So I just wonder where that's going. And those, those, those boxes are going to start to be discounted as well. I went to the Mount Kisco card show this past weekend, um, looking for hockey and soccer mostly. Uh, and if you saw my IG posts from Sunday, I did come home with some football cards. I know I get, I went against my own hobby strategies, right? But I did some trading. So it wasn't like I walked in and I priced something out and I said, okay, I want to pay cash for whatever. Um, I did some trading. I had some basketball cards uh, that to me, they were stale, but I picked up back in September while the prices were low. Uh, and I think I remember talking about uh, some of these pickups I had um, in some earlier episodes. I also traded cards for what I feel like were somewhat liquid football cards. So with the comp prices the way they were and the way they've been and where they're where they've rebounded to so when i priced out and i'm going to share these cards with you uh in a minute so when i went and i saw these cards and i looked at the prices i looked at what what they were selling at what they had been selling at and what they're selling for now and i saw that a price that was medium and got very low and started to come back again so I based my comps on the very low and that's all I would have done. And it wasn't, it wasn't like it was going to be a hard sell. And this is where I, I didn't even go there to find these cards. So I said, look, if I can get these cards at this, this price right here, I would make a move on them. Cause I felt, um, they were, they were somewhat liquid. Um, so right away, you know, I'm saying, are they at the bottom? Is it the bottom price? I felt I made a great deal. Um, and I don't know the best way to explain this. I'm just trying to let you know what was in my mind, you know, when I made this deal. So I felt that if I went to the absolute lowest price that these cards had sold at in the last, in the last few months between, between this past weekend in August, and if I looked for those lowest prices and that's what I came up with a price, um, and then I took these basketball cards and and was willing to take under comps on them because I was way under comps on them. The basketball cards um, had had doubled in price, even though the comps were down, they doubled in price since I've got them. So to me, it was kind of a no brainer. Um, and even if the prices dropped again and went below on these three cards that I got, uh, I would not mind them having these cards in my case because I, I just think they're great cards. And I'm just going to share them with you now. Um, 
So the first one is uh, 2018. And if you're on YouTube, I'm going to show you this. It's a 2018 Don Russ Optic Red Yellow Josh Allen PSA 9. So you can see that one there. All right. The next one is a 2020 Origins Tua Rookie rookie Red. It's an on-card auto, PSA 10, number to 99. Let's hold that one up there for you. And the last one is a 2017 Don Russ Optic Rated Rookie, Patrick Mahomes, PSA 10. Again, just an iconic Patrick Mahomes card. So three great cards. Um, I, I want to say not prospecting, but is is to a prospecting? I mean, he's he's playing well, right? They're cards that I'm going to bring to this weekend show. I'm going to price them at comps and at comps. I could do well at, and I hope I sell them at comps. All three of the, all three of these cards, I'm taking to the show this weekend, and I'm going to price them at comps. Um, one thing I noticed uh, at this show in Mount Kisco is dealers were eager to sell. They're trying to negotiate, trying to make deals, um, and there's a lot of young kids trading. And, and as I watched all these young kids running around and, and, you know, it used to be at the shows, these kids were running around, they were trading, but they had a pocket of cash. I noticed these kids because I hear a few dealers say, well, I could do this, that if you want to throw in like 30 bucks or 40. And the kids were like, yeah, I ain't got cash. There's no cash here. Uh, and I think for the young kids, uh, if their cash is dried up and they want to stay in the hobby, they really need to hustle. You know, they, and their hustle is going to be in trades is trading and then, you know, finding a decent card and maybe selling it back to a dealer to put cash in their pocket, to move on to the next one. Um, I, I hope it's not going to discourage the younger kids or push the kids out. Um, cause I think the hobby needs them as well as everybody else. Uh, but it may teach them too. um, a lot of kids today don't have the ability to hustle or know how to hustle. So sometimes when I go to these shows and I see kids hustling, I, I like, I like it. I appreciate it. I, I want, I want a little more. I want to watch a little more. I just appreciate watching kids learning to hustle. As I prepare for the show this weekend, any cards that I don't want to sell at current comps, I'm going to keep out of my cases in the past. I mean, I'm going to bring the cards with me. Maybe there might be a trade opportunity that comes along. But in the past, I've just taken these cards and I've just priced them high and left them on my case. And, and I think I'm going to not going to, I'm going to try not doing that this time. Try not to be that guy. Because as, as, a, as a spectator at a show, when I walk around and I look in the case and I see some, some cards that I know what their average comp is and I see it really high, I just think in my mind, this guy's high, it could be high on everything, right? And I kind of move on. So I'm thinking, I want to set my case up. And then I want to go to the other side of the table and look at it to see, 
if I'm excited to see what's in my case and I'm excited with the prices because I think that's just going to generate more business for me. And I do have a lot of cards uh, that I can uh, I can price at comps and do well at or just slightly over comps and, and do pretty well at. So if people are really looking to buy. I shouldn't have any trouble moving some cards this weekend. Um, but th the cards that I'm high on, uh, I'm just going to leave them out of my case this the, uh, this show and just just try that out and see what happens. But I'm definitely going to bring them with me because uh, I have some good high end cards that maybe the prices are down, but maybe people want to trade too, and that, that's the time maybe you reach under the table and bring out some uh, extra ammunition to to get a deal done if there's a if there's a uh, trade something that I I'm, you know I find that I want to trade for. Upcoming shows, we've been talking about it this weekend. The last show, Garden State Trading Card Show, La Quinta Inn and Suites in Sea Caucus, New Jersey. I'll be up down there, set up with uh, my good friend Rob, sports card therapist. Uh, if you come to the show, definitely come see me. Uh, I was thinking last night, uh, it's been since August. It's either July, I think maybe July or August. I think maybe July. Since I've done, uh, I've done a last show, so there's a number of people down there, and I talk about this. Looking forward to see, you know, some of the people I haven't haven't seen in a while down there. Um, but that's this Saturday, uh, November 26th, 27th is the following weekend. That's Thanksgiving weekend, and that's the West Westchester show in Terrytown, New York. Looking forward to that again. I'll be set up there Saturday with uh, Rob, sports card therapist. And I'll be solo on that show on Sunday. Uh, then in December, Laz has another Garden State card show at Hasbrook Heights, New Jersey. Now, I did this Hasbrook Heights was the last show I did last July. Um, and this one is December 10th. And then a week later, the Big Apple Trading Card Show at the New Yorker Hotel in New York City. That's on a Sunday. That's December 18th. That's actually the card and comic show. So the comic show is Saturday and the card show is Sunday. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please like, definitely subscribe. And most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. Until next time, be good to yourselves and everyone around you.